Just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's poppin' congregation? It's your girl, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam God, is back with another installment of the podcast, Scam God. It's all about robbery, fraud, those who practice it. Sometimes we love them. Sometimes we hate them. And y'all already know. What am I? Excited. Thrilled. Elated. Y'all on my neck, so I'm gonna go ahead and give this to y'all early. So I'm gonna give it to you with a queen and do it right. Okay, so today we have an amazing guest that I'm thrilled for. She's an actress and an authoress, honey. She's a correspondent on The Daily Show for six years and voices the character Honeybee on Fox's hit animated show, The Great North, currently in its fourth season. Y'all know that's hard to get these days, okay? Amen. Now she has a new memoir entitled, Hello Friends, Stories of Dating, Destiny, and Day Job. Get it anywhere books are sold. Congregation, please welcome Luce Sloan to the show. Hi, buddies. Hello, friends. Hello, children. Hello, congregation. Yes. God is good. <laughs> Ain't he? Won't he will? Will he won't? Will he gonna do it? That must Amen. be a generational thing because we used to say God is good all the time and all the time yep. God is good. It's good. Call response. Call response. Yes, it is. And I love that we both have it. I, like, you look so good. And I know that you're working this book tour and doing all the things. So love that you could come and be hello friend to us. Hello, friend. Hello. I think the last time I saw you was Sketchfest, I think. No. Love it or no, leave it. it love, we actually saw each other back to back. It was like Sketchfest and the next week I feel like it was Love It or Leave It. Yes. Y'all love it. Yes. And we was yes. kicking. Yes. Kiki, it was, listen, uh, and then you saw Adam Sandler and it was like, hey, boo. And I was like, what's happening? Um, <laughs> that's, also, like, that's one of my comedy daddies. So I was like, hey, comedy daddy. And it's like, but you don't, <laughs> it's so funny because like, you don't know who people know. Like I know Andy Kindler very well. And so I remember, like, I was working on, God, this is years ago, Comedy Knockout. And I started calling Andy Kindler oh, Uncle that. Andy. And all, like, these little, like, white PAs were like, is, is Andy Kindler your, is Andy Kindler your uncle? And I was like, <laughs> no, I'm Southern and black, so I don't respect to call him uncle. I'm I mean, your name is Dulce. They're like, we don't know what the lineage is. We don't know what's <laughs> happening here. You don't know. Just like, I'm, I'm just a black person with a Spanish name. Like, think of all the white women named Juanita back in the, like, they weren't. Oh, yeah. That was an old school white woman name. It was an old school white woman name where, like, it popped up and then we're just like, yes, we're all going to do this. And it's just like. Well, yes. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm just, we're all exhausted. But yes, Fred, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Um, Listen, if anyone well, loves crime, it's me. But not like <laughs> true crime. That makes me so, like, true crime is so intense. They keep murdering these white women. Yeah, um, on their jogs home. And it's like a lovely Ooh. white woman just taking a jog at midnight like white women do. And then they get murdered. We don't do that here. We don't want to We don't celebrate. We don't laugh at that. Like, it's true con. True and con. But you, you think they would stop running? No. Never stop running, white women. <laughs> never stop running. <laughs> I hope y'all on a jog right now. I hope you listening to this. And you're on a jog right now, Pounding the pavement. 
making sure yes. that ass never gets bigger. Because why would you not want to be built like a skateboard with titties? Um. <laughs> oh my God, don't say. Now you already said something that yes. was tying into you said I love crime. Our love first crime. question always here is. What is your relationship with scams? Do you love them? Do you hate them? Statue of um, limitations. You could talk about a scam. We don't want the I'll FBI knocking at your door, but I'll say this. It's um I don't like stupid crime. Mm. Um, so if you're gonna crime, know how to crime. Also, it's like there's a certain amount of scamming where I'm just like truly crime going to good. Crime, crime good, like good crime. But the crime harder. Like if my mother always told me, if you're gonna lie, lie good. Like don't be easy to catch, right? <laughs> Certain things and just like scamming the elderly, there's a special place in hell for you. Yeah. Um, so they just called up some old woman trying to get her to do something. But I think there's certain scams where it's just like the I mean the original scam, the uh the con man, the confidence man. Um, because mm. it's always been about taking your coins. And that I've always wondered about because it's like, why can't you go get a fucking job? But Why that is a job. I get scamming it. It's a job. Is a job. It's, oh, scamming is truly hard because to be a confidence man, because we don't realize the long form of con man is confidence man. Mm-hmm. Meaning that I came into your town. Well, earned, she preaching. Earned your trust. Right? Yeah. Made you think that I really was going to build a well in this railroad <laughs> town. Build a well is crazy. <laughs> Building a well that you thought I came in with these schematics and was going to build. A well is build... something underground that's already water that you got to tap. You can't just erect a well. <laughs> exactly. I've come out with these divining rods. I am a snake. I mean, the snake oil salesman. Like, truly, like, it, like, if you think about the snake oil salesman, is that not tummy tea? Ooh, it is. Is that not the hair gummy? And, uh, and, uh, is and that, the skinny lollipop. And the skinny lollipop. How are you going to lollipop your way to thinness? That sounds stupid. Because <laughs> I, lo- you know, because you're But the way the Kardashians sold it, I was like, maybe I can lollipop my way to. But the thing, but it also. Starvation, said, unhealthy eating habits. But what, I can, but what they always did was put hashtag ad. That's what they always said. It was well, they up- had to do that. Instagram started making it to where you couldn't just say it was like, I love this, like, ephedrine lollipop. You had to start saying that. Right. But, like, the thing is, they weren't as bad as the other girlies. Because we also, because they had a reality show, we knew that they were getting up at 4 day in the morning. They had gyms in their homes. So we know mm-hmm. that they're working out and Courtney's not eating a carb since Obama. We know that. <laughs> These other ones where it's just like, hey, I got this gummy to make my hair go longer. Bitch, we can see your extensions because they're not blended. Don't like, that's what I don't, I don't like a bad, don't like, if you're going to lie, lie good. Don't, don't sit up and tell me I've been eating these little teddy bear gummies and my hair is so long. I don't know why white women can't get their extensions together. They spend so much money for them, but there's no reason that a hood girl working at a Wendy's. Got a hair bust down. Hair is always late. Even though she got a ball cap on, she still got her edges done. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. how, how is some girl working minimum wage always better than some rich lady? Because I can see the blend. I can see the blend. Because there's only one white woman I know whose extensions look good. I'm not even going to call her name out because I wouldn't disrespect her like that because people don't even know. <laughs> right. Because if they don't know, that's what you want. Like You yes. don't want them to know. I'm, what, I'm the same way. But what also, these white women are not doing is getting their, if you're getting your hair dyed, you need to get your extension side. Yes. And also, y'all, sometimes mm-hmm. if you, you might need a little tape in to really get it right where it needs to be. I'm talking mm-hmm. to all the girlies who wear extensions now. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't like a weave that just busts out of your head. Like, it need to be natural. It need to be cunt. But we're, so, not, we're not doing that anymore. Remember, we're not doing that anymore. Remember, a weave used to be a lie. Oh, I got Indian in my family was the point of the weave. <laughs> and then the weave became, I have a good weave. So I'm going to tell you this hair is not mine, but it looks good. Yep. And y'all can go get them gray away sprays. I'm going to put y'all on business now because they'll say you've now inspired me. The gray away sprays, like the ones that like you spray it and it makes your hair dark. Those, you can put that on to clean up your hairline. You can put it on to cover up your extensions. You can get in whatever color your hair go to. Blend. Let's blend, girls. Let's truly, I remember a mascara. 
Because before they uh, had the real world spray spray oh, to get it real specific. That's the, still the a gray thing. away. The gray away was literally just mascara for your hair. Mm-hmm. And you could put some concealer on your part and make the part pop. I'm gonna tell you, as someone who has a uh, large head, I believe. Um, I have a large head too, and my mom always made me feel good about it because hats make my head hurt. Like I'm gonna take this hat off right after we record. Listen, but I've never been a hat. My I think mom it's was like, head. "It's okay to have a big head because that's how famous people are. Like, like Oprah. Like you gotta have a big head." And I was like, "Okay, okay. You know what? I'll allow it, mom. I'll allow it. That makes sense to me." It's like they gotta see the face. You gotta give face. But you said something in there that I really love. You like scammers who are on their job. They're standing on business. They're good at what they do. Yes. If you're going to scam, this is the thing. Don't let me catch you. That's (laughs) all I'm saying. If you're going to scam, scam. Don't. If you're going to do crime, do crime. Do crime. With Let your it, chest. With your chest. Don't be still don't still be in my city. And I know you did crime. Like for be a instance, passionate pilferer. Yes. Why? Because like I went on a date one time and I think this man stole my credit card information. Ooh. What I think he did, because some people have photographic memories. I think what he did, he saw me pay for something. Mind you, we were on a he listen, I said date and I said pay, so I'm already bothered by the situation. But Right, because date and pay in the same sentences. I was listen, getting, I've done it. I've done it. It's crazy. I know my grandma's spitting in her grave because I've I've done it. But we, sometimes we be there. I'll say this: some of the things he paid for, some of the things I paid for, I still didn't like it. Also, he had duck teeth, which is fine. So you know how you duck- saw my face. We can't. Everybody yeah. go see our faces. I was clocking. What is what is duck teeth? His veneers were so bad. <gasps> That I don't know if he can bite into things. You see what I'm saying? I his, his veneers were oh, so bad. Oh, he got that Instagram teeth. When I, you know how ducks don't have teeth, and you remember like you know how like daddy ducks. I didn't duck? know that. So ducks don't have teeth. They have like birds don't have teeth. Um, and so, so I remember as a thuggerfish. Oh, yeah. So, so that it's makes like, more it, sense now. Well, that was deep. Sylvester the cat. So you know how Daffy the duck <laughs> would like talk and you'd see these big <laughs> teeth. Yeah. Because you expect things to have teeth when they're talking because it's a cartoon. His teeth looked like Daffy Duck's teeth. So they were very bad, very bad veneers. And so I was like, this man has duck teeth. And they were like very just solid. Because it was like, I don't think, I don't know if there was a like. It felt like a piece. Like It felt like, like, a, like a flipper. It, it could all fall out. At any I second. was at a dinner with a man who had a flipper and he flipped it out at the dinner. and It was very jarring. Well, it's because he has to eat. But this man, his flipper didn't come out, but also he didn't eat. I think I saw he had ice cream or something on the stage. I don't know what happened. So he wanted to get ice cream. I was like, no, I want real food. And so I take my card out. And the weird thing that happened is I took the card out. I paid and then I signed. And, you know, I just have like a real scribbly kind of signature because who's checking this shit? Right. And he goes, you always sign your name like that? And I was like, yeah. And I didn't think about Why it. Why are you trying to think about how you sign your name? I was like, it's a weird fucking question. And then a couple weeks later, the credit card company was like, we're sending you a new card. And so mm. what I think what happened was, is like, because my mother used to, um, my mother worked at AT&T. She used to hire the temps that worked in the office. Mm. And she said there was a mother-daughter team that came in and they didn't have to steal your credit card. The daughter would see the card, look at it, and then remember it instantly. Mm. So they don't have to steal shit. The daughter just had, like, she had, like, just a photographic memory. And she just got card, 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 card. So there was a couple of charges that came through. And the card company was like, I don't know what he bought. The card company was like, we're shutting this shit down. They sent me a whole new card. Didn't even ask a question. But, you know, City National will play that shit. And then a year later, he texted me and was like, hey. And I was like, it was like, hey, Dulce. And I was like, you have the wrong number. Right. Because sometimes, sometimes when people text me and I want them to know that's my number, I'll just go, oh, I'm sorry, you have the wrong number. Oh, I he use texted, fake names. Hmm? I use fake names. Like, well, if already, they hit me, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm Tristan. I'm Johnny. Like, so it goes, oh, I'm sorry, you have the wrong number. And he texted me back, no, I don't. Oh. Have a great day. And I was just, and I was like, I'm not even going to respond. I already told you this was the wrong number. And my homegirl was like, oh, he was trying to get you to engage. Because I was like, he could have mm-hmm. had, 
I've had people text me. I've texted people and it was the wrong number because they got a new number. So it was like, that's the closest I've had to like a confidence man kind of situation. But I mean, it's, I'm sure he was caught at some point. I love no... the rebrand of a con man being a confidence man. Also, love that your mom works for AT&T because she was covering you and the like. Because AT&T is a whole scam company. And she was like, I know what they doing. And she well, had she you. Oh, man. She retired she... from me. But she started with them when they were Bell South. Then they became singular <gasps> wireless. Bell South? It was Bell South. She used to program pagers. This is when I was a kid. She used to program pagers. Then she started working for Singular Wireless, and we love Singular because they get all the best perks. And then AT&T bought Singular Wireless. And then all of a sudden, we don't have our box at, you know, Philips Arena anymore, and they're not getting free cell phones every six months. Because I used to get a phone every six months. Or like every oh, year, we get a new phone. So they would give them new... So anytime a new cell phone... So I had the first camera phone. One of the first camera phones. Not your and debut in the camera phone. And also, they'll say, my grandmother works for Bell South. Like, bro, I, whose grandma didn't? We all work for Ma <laughs> Bell. But the scam of all, like, listen, but the Monopoly was the first true scam because it's like, hey, we own everything and stop mm-hmm. us from doing it. What you going to do? You call somebody? Bitch. Who you going to call? Congress? Ghostbusters? <laughs> Call Congress. We pay all of them. Shut up. Honestly, the same thing. Ghostbusters is doing more than Congress is. Oh, Ghostbusters will always do more than Congress because they will at least get something done. Exactly. That will benefit you. Scams! Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children. Yes, Whitney said they are our future, and don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher, okay? Which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning, it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess so let's move into our first segment here benefiting what's hot and fraud this is where we warn our listeners about a pop and scam in the zeitgeist or more often than not we get a letter from you all as always sit on your friends your family your enemies at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com just make sure scam is retired because we don't want to what yes fuck up your bag love that y'all love that fuck up your bag tote bag like that's just so funny and Unexpected. I love merch. They'll say, I just need a fake name from you. Gender is a construct. We don't give a fuck. So 
Amy Brown. Oh, Amy Brown. That's my Love white it. woman name. <laughs> your your white woman name has Brown at the end. Listen, my white woman name is Amy Brown. My black woman name is Keisha Johnson. My um my Korean name is a uh, Park Soon Mi, and my Spanish name is Estrella Calderon. I think your Spanish name is Dulce Sloan. <laughs> no, it's Estrella Calderon. <laughs> that sounds like Dulce Sloan. Ah, you get it? You get it? Estrella because it's yeah. Spanish for star. And Calderon is my homeboy who got uh, deported's last name. My <laughs> homeboy who got deported is a crazy statement. My homeboy who got deported. Be serious. <laughs> hey, man, this is what happens when you grow up near <clears throat> illegal immigrants. Um, but listen, I, like- I did too. That's how I learned Spanish. Right. But my homeboy who got deported is crazy. That's so funny. Okay, so I'm, I'm I have to recover, y'all. Okay, I'm recovering. So Amy Brown, yes. Amy Brown says huge fan of the show, et cetera, et cetera. Amy, you listen to the show because you know put that shit at the bottom because I love it. I will read it, but can't do it at the top. So Amy Brown says, and I picked this one because you used to live in New York. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to... I did, too. (laughs) It's so cold. So much violence. (laughs) You don't sound like Dolce Cat. Like, you were giving me the... Like, it's... Girl, listen. Sometimes, you know, it's a Yankee trash heap that should be burned down immediately. Like, I can't... Unless we be a nice... Like, <sighs> yeah, it's it's rough. I was I, like, I need, I I have to leave. Girl, ice islands, nonsense. <laughs> so Amy Brown says, I used to work in customer service. In quotes, I'm reading this for this business called in quotes Shop NYC, mm. not shopping NYC like Shop in NYC. It just makes sense. That's in parentheses. Okay, I'm gonna clarify for you. Whatever you need, Queen. And the idea of the website was that we were in an ethical alternative to Amazon. I think at least a million was spent on marketing with all these social media ads about the revolution, in quotes, and encouraging people to make a pledge to shop locally. So they're like, we Amazon, but we on your block. Can I just go to the grocery store then? Nah, nah, you gotta go to the cul-de-sac zone. Okay, you gotta cool. go to the all right, all street right, right. street zone. All right. Local boutiques, local Right. Shopping local. Artisanal 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 Batty. Right. Artisanal paint. Artisanal blunts. Dulce, you do give me hello friend. Hello. You give me artisanal baddie. I mean We got the book, artis like hello friend. Artisanal baddie. Artisanal okay. baddie. Oh, wait. There, before, we, we do have to talk about a scam that was in the book. But go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ooh. Oh, we can derail. Yes, there's a scam in the book. So I used to work for this. Um, first of all, the first scam was the job. So it was called Progress Energy. It was called Progress Energy. It was called Progress Energy. What are you going to do? And so I was working for a temp agency um, by the name of Randstad. Because again, what are they going to do? And so in the book, they're not in there. I worked for a temp agency too. Right, I worked for all of them. And so we're working for Did they Rand- ask you if you were on meth a lot? No, they did not. But here's the <laughs> but that when I signed up, they had a questionnaire and it felt like they were trying to tell me like that they wanted me to say I was on meth. It was like how how much it was like it started like, have you ever used meth? And I was like, no. And then it was like on a scale of one to ten, how much do you use meth? It just kept asking me about meth. Okay, they had a problem. They had a problem. They had a meth problem. So I get hired at this job, and it's for Progress Energy is a, is a power company out of Florida. We're in Georgia. Okay. The policy of the company is that they don't have customer service agents outside of the state of Florida. And this is in HelloFriend. This is in your book. Yes. And so uh, that's the first lie from the company itself. So, oh, what? So every day they would tell us what the weather was like in Florida. Because <laughs> older people, elderly people would call, and so they would want to talk about the weather. And so like, well, how's it? And I was like... Well, it's uh, it's, there's a thirty percent chance of rain and the barometric pressure, and my and my boss would pop in and be like, "Stop talking about the barometric pressure." I was like, "Listen, you gave me the weather. I'm about to give the weather. What are you talking about, Miss Don?" So I'm just being an asshole. And so one day, so I'm not at work one day because I was doing um extra work on a Tyler Perry show, Meet the Browns, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm gone. And so this girl I was friends with, 
was always at odds with this other girl she called Mud Duck. Now, the girl I was friends with will call her Yolanda. She, if for some reason her and Mud Duck were beefing because they were both flirting with the same boy who I ended up fooling with, it doesn't matter, right? Oh, the boy is mine. The boy is the mine. The boy is everyone's. And the, for the he, streets. He was the streets. He was the calles. He was the buildings. He was the floors. So, <laughs> and the calles. And the calles. And so one day I'm not at work and I come back to work and they're like, girl. And I was like, what? And they were like, girl. I was like, what? And my like, girl, Mud Duck got arrested. I said, what? Ooh. They said, Mud Duck got arrested at work. I said, what? So apparently, so mind you, all day we're taking people's credit cards so they can pay their power bill. She worked for another power company called Duke Energy that was through like seven southern states, right? So she's talking to South Carolina. She's talking to Texas. She's talking to all these different places in the South. We only talked to Florida and I was doing bilingual customer service, right? So apparently, Mud Duck was taking people's credit cards and buying herself lunch. Every day, uh-huh. every day, and so now, mind you, the place. This is the thing: you could, you if you brought your cell phone out, you could get fired immediately because they didn't. That want was you. Mud Duck Black. Yes, and so was Yolanda. I said this. This is a call center in Atlanta. So now I'm Everybody. on her side. Hmm. <laughs> now well, I'm on her the, side. Well, we want to be on her side, but here's the thing: she was being messy. A queen. A queen. Oh. But so she's being a, messy. She's been doing this for months. Guess how she got caught? How? So she used. The credit card information of a man in Texas to pay her rent. Mm. Now, mind you, somebody's not going to notice. Because, like, somebody saw my credit card information. You know how I caught it? Because they were buying Weave online and they went to Wingstop. And I hate Wingstop. So, that's how I caught somebody to sell my credit card information. Because I was like, Wingstop? Ugh! Cut this shit off. And that's what they do. They go to like Domino's Pizza is the biggest place that starts ca- like credit card fraud. They'll copy your phone at a gas station, and then little boys in Brooklyn will go to a Domino's to see if you got money on it, and then they'll run your shit up. Yeah. So, so Wingstop, yeah. So Wingstop don't give a fuck. They like you stop it here. They put sugar on fries. Fuck them. And so, <laughs> Mud Duck had paid her rent in Georgia. Using this man in Texas credit card information. Mm. So the wife sees the credit card statement and it was like, who the fuck is this? Stole some white man's credit card. And she was like, who the fuck is this? Whose rent are you paying in Georgia? So she almost she stole Keisha Cole. She was like thinking about cheating. Right. And she was so, like, you're cheating. And and young and then and she was justifiably upset. He's like, I didn't do it. I don't know nothing. I don't know what the fuck this is. I don't know who this is. So Mind you, if you pay your rent, your name is there. And they immediately come. And so it's like, oh, this is the person who rent we paid. Whose rent is did you pay? Because now you know, the cops got to find out. They pulled up to the job. And that's when they found out that when they looked through what she was doing, they found out that she was using someone. Di- also, she told us before she got arrested that she was bragging about well, you know, I'm going to get myself my lunch from here today and I got this credit card. Da, da, da. So you couldn't bring your phone out because they thought you might be stealing credit card information. But what they did do was give us pieces of paper to write down people's credit card numbers so we didn't have to repeat the number back to them. So you think I can't slide this piece of paper in my purse, but my phone would get me fired? So every day she would write down a number and then call someplace and order her fucking lunch. I'm on her side. When I tell you the cops rolled in because the thing is, once you paid her rent, ma'am, that's bad time. Damn, I I hate that for her because if you you if you're stealing to pay your rent, to me, that is so cunt. That is so like fuck capitalism. Like she was like, I'm paying my bills. I'm doing what I need to do on your dime. Love it and lunch. Love it. You need to eat to survive, and you need to have a house over your head to survive, too. So, she was using it very ethically. It's giving Virgo. It's giving, like, she was a thief, but, like, a Virgo thief. She was like, I'm gonna use this to pay my bills, and, like... But if she was smart, what she would have done is gotten a cash advance off the card, and then paid her rent. Because she paid the rent directly to the uh, to the leasing office, they were able to go, oh, this is whose money it is. But if she'd have got a cash advance off the card and then went and got a money order. Oh, Dulce, this is so hello, friend. Back to what you said in the beginning, you weren't impressed with her scam. You no. were like, scam better. B. Don't put your name on it. Why would you put your name on it? People are gonna pay for people are gonna pay attention to $12 at 
a fucking Chick-fil-A, but they're going to pay attention to $1,500 from Jasmine at Winter's Chapel. The fuck? That's good rent, though. $1,500? This is also Georgia in 2010. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was busting. So back to Amy Brown. Yeah, sorry. No, that's... We love it here. That's what we love. <laughs> Hello, friend. Um, so Amy Brown says, before fake Amazon, shop local, all that, right? Fake Amazon site she's working for. The problem was local businesses didn't want to agree to be on our site. Small businesses couldn't really take that kind of risk on a startup. So most of our site was super bougie little boutiques that sold like $80 socks and $25 tweezers. So to make up for that, there was a whole section of our site called Brooklyn, quotes, Brooklyn sourced home goods, which was sourced, in quotes, from the Brooklyn Bed Bath & Beyond. I love this. They were like, oh, this is artisanal from the man. Like, don't worry about that. Site. We got to fill up the site somehow. Don't worry about that, sweetheart. Don't worry about that, sweetheart. So basically, we were illegally buying and reselling from Bed Bath & Beyond. We illegally uploaded Bed Bath & Beyond's inventory. They went out of business. Yeah, you might have been a part of this, Amy Brown. Well, they're, they're, apparently the brick and mortar stores are no longer open, but the website is still around. Listen, we need the Beyond. I, I, need I need the it. Beyond. I did not walk in here, uh, but also one. I needed some fucking bed because who else is selling bed in a bag? I need a bed. Who? 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 Who's selling? Who's selling bed, bath, and beyond? I need the Beyond. No, I, I didn't wanna think I need. I want to go there. I didn't. I think, need the Beyond. I didn't think I needed a fucking Pikachu wine opener, but I guess we're here now. But Beyond the Beyond. Gave it to you. I need the Beyond. beyond. <sighs> So they t- upload. I got a cutting board from Beyond. I've gotten so much from Beyond. So much from Beyond. I don't. I listen. I've never gotten the bath out of there. I don't think I ever got the bath. I don't think I ever got the bed. Mm, I got I, the Beyond though. I got the bed because the number because somebody was like, if they close Bed Bath and Beyond, where am I supposed to argue with my mother in public? That actually is a very fun place to argue with your mother in public. I also found out one day when they were stalking that you know how and you're in like the bath area, all of the towels where it looks like it's all towels, like stack, stack, mm-hmm. stack, 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 stack. Mm-hmm. It's just foam with a towel in front of it. <gasps> it's just foam. I was hurt when I, I don't know, I don't know what I felt. So I felt deceived because somebody was like, they were switching the towels out for like the seasons. And I just saw this piece of foam that had been cut into like just bumps, right? And it was just one single towel that is glued down to cover all of the ridges. So it's not a stack of towels. It's just foam that is cut out. You were bamboozled. I was hoodwinked. Let us stray. Oh. That, so, Bed Bath Beyond caught on a few times. This is Amy Brown. She says... Bed Bath & Beyond caught on a few times and shut us down. But we always got around it and got back to scamming. There was a whole lot of other mess, obviously. I get calls when I was off the clock from the CEO. That's not obvious to me. And then in parentheses, Amy Brown says, obviously a rich white woman. Well, that is obvious to me. They, a rich white woman would call you off the clock. Like, I'm on my clock. We're all on the same clock. Love that. And she would verbally berate me. Don't love that. There was a COVID outbreak in the warehouse in 2020 that was kept hidden. We sold loads of alcohol without carding, et cetera, et cetera. So y'all was over here getting the teenagers drunk. Okay. I'm still on your side, Amy. I wrote a letter with my other coworkers with a list of demands for better working conditions. The CEO then called me and he yelled at me for using strong language like, demands in quotes then the ceo sent out a company-wide email saying we talked and it was just a misunderstanding in quotes and we'd have a company forum to talk over these issues she got clocked by somebody else that ceo Mm. yeah so she was like oh we gonna have a meeting so we can all have our feelings out and then amy brown says in parentheses which obviously never happened. So she just sent out an email saying, I intend to talk to you and then do it. Ooh. And Amy says, I quit basically right after that. 
Now I work as a pre-K teacher, and honestly, the education system is its own scam, but at least the kids are good. I'm a messy bitch who loves receipts, so here's some customer service emails and Slack messages from my time there. Bro, fuck Slack. Fuck Slack. Fuck Slack. I'm going to read one or two. Let's see. This is one from the Slack. Amy Brown has blurred everything out of the names. It says, we have a comment on IG asking, where's your Black-owned business category? Do we have that collection set up? If I recall, we don't have one set up because doing that would highlight how few we have. How few we have? Now we property again. (laughs) Wow. So basically, if we have a black owned, they're like they're they gonna see that we don't have. If we own, if we so many blacks that we own, we don't if, own enough blacks to do this. If we say black owned business, and you find out out of the four hundred and thirty three companies on here, we only have one black owned business, we'd be telling on ourselves. Robbery. Back in the nineties, Pepsi and Coca Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Like, who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize? When they launched their Pepsi Points system, they never imagined somebody might try to actually snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly, Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow the big flop wherever you get your podcasts. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. So on the Black-owned note, we're just going to go into our historic hoodwink. And this is something that everybody has been DMing me, texting me. I've been, it's it's viral. I'm excited. I want your opinions because your opinions are so good, Dulce. Thank you. Hello, friend. Give us the friend. Okay? They're going to get the book. They're going to get the friend. They're going to get the scams of the book. Everything. So we don't scam our journalists. So this was researched from Charlotte Cowell's firsthand account of getting scammed in her article. The day I put $50,000 in a shoebox and handed it to a stranger, I never thought I was the kind of person to fall for this scam. This bitch had and, $50,000 to put in a shoebox. And, yeah. And you didn't think it was a scam? You put $50,000 in a shoebox. You put $50,000 in a shoebox and gave it to I a stranger. Wa- I do want to say up top here, because we are both black women, this is a white woman. And that's not shade. Duh. It's just some white women, y'all have a different relationship with authority, with yeah. police. Yeah. Y'all think they're here to protect you and yeah. property. And we know from the other side that we cannot trust them. So the this is not is- a scam everybody will fall for. However, <sighs> I said this on Twitter and I want to say this on Wax. A lot of people get arrogant about scams and there's an ego about it because it's tied to shame. Mm-hmm. So... When you're ashamed of something, your ego takes over. You don't mm-hmm. tell your friends. Shit is weird. You want to protect yourself. You want you want everyone to think you're smart. You want everyone to think everything's all good, right? The mm-hmm. ego ties in. And that ego is actually what is harming you. Let that guard down. Let that ego down. And if you know anything can happen to you, like, it frees you. Mm-hmm. And it's also depressing because mm-hmm. then you realize the world can happen to you. So this woman, like everybody was dragging this woman on the internet, like being like, oh, I would never fall for this. I would never fall for this. It's twofold. We both black women Mm -hmm. and you like a scam that's impressive. We would never fall for this because we would never implicitly trust the police and I'm leading it a little bit, but y'all know where we're going to go. But this may not be your bait, 
But I pray that everyone who listens to this podcast doesn't meet the right fishermen. Because right. there's something that can scam us all. There's something that preys on our needs, our weaknesses, our insecurities. There's something for all of us. Mm-hmm. So this ain't for us because this is like a rich white lady scam. We ain't put $50,000 in shoebox. We ain't doing this. But I'm not going to punch down on her because this is her fisherman. Like this is her thing. So how it started. A financial advice columnist for The Cut... A digital lifestyle publication gave a stranger $50,000 in cash in a shoebox after an out-of-the-blue call on Halloween day. They convinced her that she was the victim of a drug-riddled international identity theft scheme. At noon on Halloween day 2023, Charlotte Cowles received a call from a woman with an Amazon, like she had an Amazon caller ID, and she said she was Krista from Amazon customer service and that she wanted to verify unusual activity on her account. You were talking earlier about your card being shut down. The call was being recorded for quality assurance and Charlotte was asked if she had recently spent $8,000 on MacBooks and iPads. I got scammed by that on Twitter. Someone took over my Twitter and said they were selling signed MacBooks. So it'd be happening. (gasps) Charlotte had not. And when she checked her Amazon account, no orders had been made without her knowledge. Krista, the scammer, said the purchase had been made under one of two business accounts. Charlotte did not have business accounts, and she and Krista agreed. It felt like she was the victim of identity theft. because She's like, I don't got no business accounts. I don't know what you're talking about. I ain't spending this money. Yeah, that sounds weird. Krista agreed to flag the fraudulent accounts and freeze their activity. She even had a case ID number ready for future reference. So this is Krista, the scammer. So she's like, I'm going to flag the accounts. I'm going to make sure we freeze it. And I got a case ID number. She was just like, 1, 2, 3, 4, 7, 6, 6, 5, 5, 2, 3, 1. Just said some shit. Wow. But it, it was giving. So Krista, the scammer, went on to explain that Amazon had been having a lot of problems with identity theft and fake accounts lately. So much so that the company began working with an agent of the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, to refer defrauded customers to. And that's like stocks. Like FTC is like, that's where the stock girlies get in trouble. She then, this is Krista, the scammer, transferred Charlotte, the white woman, to a man named Calvin Mitchell. Calvin Not said. transferred. Yeah, ooh. Pop the line. Like. Wow. Hold on. Hand listen to some. Listen to some Michael Buble in the middle. So Calvin said he was an investigator with the FTC. And then he gave Charlotte, our Mark, our white woman, his badge number and direct phone line stating that Call was being recorded. I don't know why scammers are being like, call is being recorded is now like the calling Because card. people think they can't be scammed of someone if there's the call is being recorded. Because <laughs> when I worked customer service, people were like, well, I don't consent to me be being recorded. I was like, well, then I can't talk to you. But I don't want to be recorded. Or it's, well, I'm recording this call as well. And I'm like, okay, I don't care. Do you want to pay your light bill or not? Rob is being recorded. <laughs> like, Nonsense. oh, I can't get robbed if it's recorded. Like, very. So the new guy, Calvin, he's telling Charlotte he verified her information by reading the last four digits of her social security number, home address, and her date of birth. You can get all of that online. Mm-hmm. So then Calvin, the transfer call scammer, now he's saying that 22 bank accounts nine vehicles, and four properties had been registered in her name. She's an idiot. You can't even do that. Okay, but he said FTC. That's rich white woman language. I kind of get why. If I was in a rich white woman pool where my life wasn't the life that I have, maybe I would believe that someone called me from the FTC and was like, someone has had, they have 22 bank accounts. They have four properties. They have nine vehicles. Like, you know, I I would believe this maybe. What bank, what cards, what properties? Let me look this up. I will call you back. I'm not verifying anything. 
Because I've worked in phones for so long, it's like anyone can call and tell you anything. So even this could be a lie. But go on. Dulce is so unimpressed. Girl. I mean, I'm impressed by the fact that I they know, transferred. I love it. I love that you're unimpressed. This I is, love it. I, I, she makes me mad. Because if someone goes nine properties, like, bitch, what kind of credit do you have for you to get all this info? Her credit must be immaculate. Right. That's what I'm saying. She got privilege. Like, her credit is giving privilege. So... Calvin said the bank accounts had wired more than $3 million to bank accounts, mostly in Jamaica and Iraq. He pressed her, do you know someone named Stella Suki Kwong? And she said, no. And he texted her a photo of her ID. Calvin texted this photo to that woman under her name. So it's like he texted her a photo that had her picture and somebody else's name. And he said that it had been found in a car rented under her name that was abandoned on the southern border of Texas with blood and drugs in the trunk. Not blood and drugs. Blood and drugs? His story continued to say that a home in New Mexico had been attached to the rental that had been raided and authorities found drugs, cash, and bank statements registered to Charlotte's name, the white woman, and her social security number. He was like, yo, SSN is on this cocaine. You got weed with blood on it. Anybody, listen, this is why you have to do, this is, ugh. So for proof, Calvin texted Charlotte a photo of drug bust with photos of pills and money stacked on a table. His story concluded with telling Charlotte that there were warrants out for her arrest in Maryland and Texas. And she was being charged with cyber crimes, money laundering, and drug trafficking. Meanwhile, Charlotte texted her husband. She got a husband? I ain't know. I'm in deep shit. My identity was stolen and it seems really bad. Immediately, Calvin told Charlotte not to tell anybody about what's going on. Everyone was suspect, including her husband. So now he's like, separate yourself from everyone you love. Let's take out anybody who could tell you this is stupid. I want you to get away from them. Oh, girl, I would have already been on speakerphone with my husband. Because that's what you do. Like, I'd have been like, husband, hey, I'm in trouble. Here, talk to this man. Honestly, I don't even know if I would have talked to the man. I'd been like, husband, here. I can't handle this. This is too much. And then Calvin asked how much Charlotte, our white lady, had in her bank account. A combined total of... $80,000 in her checking and savings. She told him. Calvin promised he was going to keep her money safe and that he was going to transfer her to a CIA agent. A CIA agent. Now we we were FTC with Calvin. Now we're CIA. He was the lead investigator on her case and would tell her what to do next. The man who answered next had a British accent. He was British. He was given British. And he called himself Agent Michael Sarano. No. Hey, British. Hey, British. Can you be foreign and work for the CIA? Can you be foreign born and work for the CIA? Like, I know they let anybody join the army. not president. I get it. But I'm like, as soon as I hear another accent on the phone, I'm like, bro, no. Okay, so now British man is on the phone. And now but that's wa- like classy. If you're rich, it's like classy. If a British um, man gets on the phone and I'm talking to the CIA, I'm hanging up the phone. No. Really, Dulce? I don't Because I feel like... No. How... If I say this in the title of your book, hello, friend. Right. Read my book in British accent. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is that if you in the CIA and you're not an American, I'm so, uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Damn. Okay. I am. Listen, America is trash, but one thing she will be is racist and classist. Xenophobic. Uh-huh. Xenophobic. Yes. If you say you work for the American government and you have an accent, it's a lie. That's true. It's very true. But do you like this? Is this working on you? I don't it's know. It's working. I believe you. But what I will say is, girl, you're not going to tell me you work for the America CIA. <laughs> and then your accent is British. Click. Nope. This is, this, I'm calling. There's someone scamming me. No. And, but So he was having himself clocked because like you're saying about the he British, I ain't fucking with it. He was like, I know I'm British. So look up my information and go to the FTC homepage and look up their main number and wait 
And then he called her from that number. And you can clone numbers. You can call people saying you from anywhere. You just have to call it back and it'll be the real number. But you can clone numbers. So he did that to her. He cloned the number, right? So she, she and D. Also, his number so, wouldn't have been the main number. He would have been calling from an extension. But with AI and cloning numbers, you when a number shows up on your phone, it can be the number that you want it to be. But a doctor's office would be the main number. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Got it, got it, got it. But when got you got call it. it back, it'll be the real number. So anyway, okay. Charlotte suspected that he was spoofing the number, but Michael assured her. He said... It's a government number. It cannot be spoofed. He gave her the same story about the drug bust that Calvin had given to her. Wow. She wanted to talk to a lawyer, but Michael warned her that she would be considered non-cooperative and potentially arrested if she did, threatening her safety. Like, oh, you want to talk to the cops? Like, mm-hmm. they going to think you a part of it. They going to think you the criminal. Like, so... Also, I don't like when people, like, give too much up top. If people give you too much up top information-wise, like, why are you telling me the number to the website? Why are you trying to prove to me who you are who you are? If you got to prove to me that you are who you are, you lying. Like, because why are you doing that? So, Michael, I'm not on your side, love. I'm not. I'm sorry. Chip, chip, cheery, no. The next steps were for the CIA to freeze all their assets in Charlotte's name, including her bank accounts, the CIA, the British CIA. They'd also deactivate her social security number and get her a new one. A new social? That's, I think you get one of those when you're born. You never can get a new social security number unless you go into witness protection. A new social bust down? I ain't never heard of that. It's not even possible. You literally have to die. Yeah, because this is all... Them saying, we're going to do this for you. And she's like, I got to get a new social. That's honestly, though, she's so rich that she probably thought, I can get a new social. I can't. I want to be that rich. Don't say you're going to be that rich. That one day you're going to be like, oh, socials? I go get one at Ross? Right. And there's a security <laughs> number all the time. All the time. All the time. By monitoring any activity under her old number, they'd be able to catch the criminals. But she would need enough cash to support herself for a year. She told Michael she needed $50,000. And he replied, you need to go to the bank and get that cash out now. You cannot tell them what it's for. I forgot he's British. (laughs) Then he told her a colleague, an undercover CIA agent would meet her at her apartment at 5 p.m. and guide her through the next steps Mm -hmm. and leave it on speakerphone so that he could hear in the meantime. At the bank, she asked the teller for 50K. The teller raised her eyebrows, "Mm, telling you something, right? Counted out her cash, handed it over with a sheet of paper that had a warning against scams. A warning against scams. You know, normally when you're in a bank robbery, you passing a note to the teller and you saying, this is a robbery. Like, don't hit the button. We know the button's there. Yes. The bank teller was telling her, something right here. Sistrin, the universe is telling you. Here we are. So part of that money had been set aside for an emergency fund. Mm-hmm. And another part of it was inherited from her grandfather. I'll be telling y'all, call y'all grandparents because if you don't, the scammers will and you're not going to have nothing to inherit. Exactly. Listen. I mean, she gave it away in a shoebox, but listen. So her grandfather had saved this money for his grandchildren, right? So she had the inherited money and she had the emergency fund. So when Charlotte arrived back at her apartment, she suddenly had doubts. She accused Michael of not being a CIA agent. He sent her a photo of his badge and said, I don't know what else to tell you. You can hang up and put yourself and your family in danger. Do you really want to take that risk with your young children? Not the babies. Not the unemployed babies. This is is crazy. Not Not the children's. They the future. Like Whitney said. Oh, no. This is down bad. We down bad. Charlotte concluded I don't trust you at all but it doesn't seem like I have any other choice she was in deep she couldn't pull out she was too deep so when she got home Michael told her to get a box to put the cash in take a picture tape it shut then Mm -hmm. put a label on it with her name case number address 
a locker number he gave her, her signature, and then take another photo and text it to him. Now, this is what I always say about lies. When people are lying to you, they often give you too much information because they're trying to convince you that something is real. So Michael over here trying to convince her that this ransom is real, her children are under threat, her her grandfather, family inheritance money under threat. But I'm going to clock the lies here for you because there's too many when he's telling her what to do. And here they are. Michael told her to get a box. Put the cash in it. Take a picture. (sighs) Tape it shut. How? Label it with her name, case number, address, a locker number that he gave her, and her signature. Oh, and wait a minute, we're not done. Take another photo and then hold up. Wow. Text it to him. That's too many steps. He was trying to make it seem like we professional. Like that's too many steps. For crime? <laughs> We know how to put money in a box. What are you saying? Mm-hmm. He got so many steps that I'm like, this. Yeah. Too many. Like, this is a scam. Like, way too many steps. This is giving me like an Instagram photo. Like, it's like, you know, that black lady who be climbing up the steps every new year. I call it Sisyphus. Climbing up them steps. Like, too many steps. Way too many steps to get the job done. It could have just been like, money, shoebox, here. That gives me more crime. This is giving me pageantry. It's giving me, like, you don't even know how crime works, Michael. So then, Michael explained that all of her assets were part of an investigation involving a money laundering charge and that her cash was secured in exchange with a government check. I mean, the government backing it up. Okay. Then it would be considered clean money. So now he's like, I, he's he did what he did before with the FTC. And like imbibing this mm-hmm. essence of there are government agencies that are powerful than both of us and they're involved and they're going to give you your money back and it's cleared. It's like, I just wish she wasn't so privileged because- this would not have happened to her. I don't like scams happening to victims like this. Like, she embarrassed, but she shouldn't be. But this happened to her because when you can clock your insecurities, when you can let go of your ego and realize anything can happen to you, then you don't have to worry about this happening. But she was like, oh, well, the government, I'm a white woman. They protect property and me. And every time he said a government name, her coochie jumped. She was like, oh, yes, the government. (laughs) <laughs> like <sighs> Uncle Sam. Well, Uncle Sam pointed and was like, "What does he say, Uncle Sam?" He said, "I need you." <laughs> Uncle Sam was like, "I need you," and she was like, "Ooh, finger me, Uncle Sam." Like, no, don't let Uncle Sam finger you. Like, what's happening? What are you doing? So, a little after six p.m., after being on the phone for nearly six hours, so now he's breaking down her mental because she's been on the phone for a long time. So he's creeping in. Charlotte met an SUV at the curb in front of her apartment and put the money in the backseat. SUV, nice touch, Michael. Because if you're robbing me, you either need to be on a motorcycle where you can get away real fast and swerve the lanes. That's a robbery vehicle. Or a black SUV. Because I'm like, ooh, that's so classy. You the president robbing me? Mm." Love it. So she puts the money in the SUV, right? Michael immediately texted her a photo of the treasury check made out to her for $50,000 and promised a hard copy would be delivered by morning. So he's now taking a picture of that photo and be like, the government here. Honestly, that might get me because I'm like, the treasury? It, I know it ain't backed by gold no more, but ooh, like that's classy. <laughs> it, it might get me. He then told Charlotte he'd be setting her an appointment with the Social Security office and to stay on the line until she received confirmation. So now he's distracting her again. She was on the phone for six hours. She got the whole instruction to put the money in the shoebox with the tape and all this stuff. They're keeping you busy because that is the thing about scams, too, is that we talk about desperation on the show. Mm-hmm. And desperation is something that distracts you because you have a need. You have an inherent need that you're focused on. So now you're not focused yeah. on everything else that's happening around you. 
right? Because you're focused on your need. And so scammers, even if you're not in a despo mode, if you're not on the despo meter, they can distract you with a lot of shit to put you in desperation mode because now you're not thinking clearly. You're not thinking straight. So he was hitting her with everything. And taking up her mental attention so that she didn't have enough time to breathe. And that's why I always say on the show, you have more time than you think. Mm -hmm. If anything that COVID taught us was that we have so much more time out of this capitalist wheel than we think. Yes. Take a beat. Call a friend. Or if you don't want to call nobody, say it out loud. And if it sounds crazy, don't do it. So she's not doing that. He's hitting her up and it's like, oh, right after she drops off the money, he's like, oh, the social security office, like, they're, you're going to get a confirmation right now. Like, he's keeping her brain busy after she's already done the goofiest thing ever. Exactly. He's keeping her busy. Because if she wasn't busy, maybe she would have been like, stop that car and got her money back. He's keeping her busy because he wants his bag. So then Charlotte, this is Halloween, remember? Rolling it back. Charlotte then went trick-or-treating with her son with Michael still on speaker in her pocket. I can't. So he's occupying that much brain space. But while she was out, the line went dead. Panic, Charlotte called back and a woman answered saying Michael was unavailable and that the social security office was closed. Charlotte finally realized the entire day had been one long high adrenaline scam, keeping you distracted. Keeping your adrenaline high. Nonsense. She confessed everything to her husband. The husband coming back now. Because where you been, husband? Was you taking out the trash? Because you wasn't taking out the trash we need you to take out. What's going on, husband? But he's back. She confesses everything to the husband. At her parents' and her brother's urges, she calls 911 and spoke to police officers who took her statement. However, there wasn't much more they could do beyond an investigation And possibly trying to use street camera footage to find the car that picked up the money. She froze her accounts, filed reports with the FBI and the FTC, the real ones, and monitored her other activity. But for now, there's no way to get the $50,000 back. How do you, like, I know you don't like a bad scam, but how do you feel about how she got scammed? Don't say. I love the theater. I love the theater. I love the use of technology. But this is where she fucked up. If you need that 50000 to live off of, why would you give it to them? Mm. You're smart. You're right. She had 80. Because if I need to take this, this $50,000 out, that's fine. But why am I giving it to you? Are you going to give me, are you going to start a new bank account for me and give me a card? No. So if I need the 50000 okay, I'll take the 50000 out the bank. But then why would I give it to you? But can we acknowledge the scam of privilege here that like, she they oh. they clocked her privilege. They were saying FTC and British. They were doing Listen, all the things as to soon get a as white they figured rich out woman. How much money she had? That's when they were like, "We're." I promise you, if she was in a rich lady, she would have gotten. She wouldn't have gotten a Calvin. I think when they told me, you might have got me to the second person, but once you told me that there was like guns, like drugs, and my social security number, that's where I'm like, okay, this don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. The math not math. This doesn't make the math not mouthing because no one has identifiable documents. While now, mind you, I've been somewhere where someone was stealing people's ideas and making I- new IDs, but that was just a bunch of different IDs. So a bunch of IDs is a bunch of IDs. So there wouldn't have just been her fake ID. It would have been multiple fake IDs. This is what all they're doing. But girl, yeah. Um. All it is for me, it's once you get on my phone, ask me to confirm my information, I'll just go, you know what? I need to call somebody. And then I will call these organizations myself. But you cannot cold call me asking me. People go, can we confirm your information? No, the fuck you can't. Get off my phone. I don't know who you are. I'm off my line. How are you confirming me and you called me? Who the fuck are you? Let me confirm you. Don't call me. Well, ma'am, I need to last for your social. No, the fuck you don't. Who are you? Well, ma'am, don't get upset. You called my fucking phone that I paid for. I'm going to get very upset. Who are you? The fuck? No. I worked enough customer service and I've had people do dumb shit on my phone enough to be like, well, we just need to confirm. We're, uh, bitch, I don't care what you're trying to collect. I'm trying to get. I'm not confirming nothing for you. And I'm not confirming nothing for you. Fuck you. Amen. It. That's the lesson. 
And Dulce, we always ask at the end of this podcast, where do you want to be found? What you want people to watch, where they can find you on socials, where do you want to be found? I'm on um I'm on Al Gore's internet. I'm on Instagram. <laughs> I'm on TikTok. I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, threads, because no one knows what that does yet. Um, I'm not on the artist formerly known as Twitter what because is I never your understood handle? it. You just said I'm on. Dulce. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's Dulce Sloan. D u l c e s l o a n at all of the things. Um, it's my name everywhere because my mother did a great job naming she me. She did. But yes, girl. But listen, um, I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad to and pick up Hello the, Friend. Pick up Hello Friends. Pick up friend. Hello Friends. Um, if you're gonna sell my book bootleg, make sure that um, <laughs> to Venmo me a cut. To Venmo me a cut. If you're gonna do crime with my book, at least let me get a piece of it because I put the work in and you didn't. Amen. She respects a good scam, so y'all gotta. But pick up Hello Friend and pick up all her things. They'll say thank you so much for being here. Love you, bad. Thank you for having me. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. Our producer is Judith Cargbo. Our production coordinator is Abby Aguilar. And our audio engineer is Sam Keeper. Research for the show is done by Caitlin Brandt. Stay scamin'. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince. Rag and Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.